the people came to him and says, I've preached, I prophesied on your name. And he says, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. It's because it's people that never had secret time with him. I dare to say it's because it's people that never had secret time with him. Encouraging, inspiring, and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Welcome to Coach and Joe. I'm here with Armando Ramos the Great. I want to talk about holiness in the new covenant. That's good. When I say holiness, most people think old covenant. Yeah. Right off the bat. I mean, I give you some examples. God thunders on the mountain and says, Israel, if you do not consecrate yourselves, I'll kill everybody, including the animals. Mm -hmm. God's not very approachable in the Old Testament past certain segment of scripture. He is early on, Garden, Genesis 3. But the more, I mean, come on now, the more you get deep into the Old Testament, it's like, whew, have you ever read Leviticus, like slowly read it? It's not very approachable, Armando. But a lot of people are, we've emphasized so much of a conversation on grace that we're not open to a conversation on holiness in the New Testament. Why is that? Um, I think people don't understand it, don't understand what it is. I mean, a lot of people think holiness and they think singlessness. They think it's unattainable. Um, they either, you know, like there's a young man that I know that um, I remember I was trying to get him, you know, to know the Lord and stuff like that. I And their answer is always, I'm not ready to leave everything that I'm currently a part of because it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's too hard. Mm-hmm. You understand? Um, so I, I think that's part of, part of the reason. Um, you know, I, I tell you this, one of the things that healed me from, um, addiction to pornography mm-hmm. was a teaching from my Bickle where he says, um, he doesn't see the full conquered and this might, <laughs> the what conquered? Like, like he doesn't see, he, he did not see me fully healed no. from that no. as success. He, it was basically your journey towards maturity is what he counts as obedience mm-hmm. and actually getting the revelation of him in your life and actually detesting it mm-hmm. and moving your heart towards him and walking towards that. He sees it as obedient, even if you're not fully conquered yet, even if you're still struggling, he says, it's better for you to be, to be a sinner. Mm-hmm. That's that basically has, doesn't want anything to do with God, but it's better for you to be a sinner that is struggling to grow in maturity mm-hmm. and actually love God. Yeah. Than someone that is just, you know what, ah, whatever, let's live our life. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. We are saved. We're being saved. Yeah. The process of sanctification, if it is easy, gosh, this triggers, I mean, this triggers hyper grace so much I can feel it right now. Sanctification is war on the flesh. Consecration is not easy. I've never met anyone that believes consecration is easy. I can't tell you how many times Lou Ingalls started a fast and he didn't fulfill it. The flesh is loud. Mm-hmm. Your body wants comfort. It does. You're sitting on a cushion right now. Yeah, because you you're, said it gave me the most comfortable chairs. <laughs> you're wearing shoes right now. Oh, yeah. You brushed your hair. You took a shower. It's not, I don't think comfort is a, a curse, but uh, too much of it and leaning into it, you don't grow in comfort. Mm-hmm. And so uh, sanctification, growing into maturity is uncomfortable. It is. And you actually got to do something. So now, uh, the other part that really brought healing to my life and in, in my, my sinful ways was the fact that he started talking about this verse from Paul. I forget where it is, where he says, I buff in my body. Where is that? I mean, he says, I buff in my body, I buff mm-hmm. in my body. So, so As not to lose the prize. As not to lose the prize. Because you do your part, he does his part. Mm-hmm. So his grace hits that discipline. Mm-hmm. 
So you you attach consecration, you attach mm-hmm. discipline from a place of man. I want you because fear fear of God based on a place of passion. That mm-hmm. man, I want you, and I'm tasting something of you, and I don't want anything to come between that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do everything in my power. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do all these things because I want all of you, and I'm gonna buff in my. I'm studying my body. I know that normally when I get. I have a hard day at work and and this becomes a tool for the enemy. I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to go work out instead. I'm buffing my body. His grace began to hit that. And all of a sudden, you start looking back and uh, the things you struggle with, you don't struggle with anymore. C.S. Lewis says, pain's the greatest kingdom classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you pursue pain. The goal is not to pursue pain. But we don't grow when we're comfortable and consecration makes me uncomfortable and whatever it is. I mean, for some people it can be simply learning how to live within a budget, uh, learning how to keep your car clean. Yeah. Uh, learning how to make your wife a priority, learning how to clean up after yourself, learning how to get first fruits, learning how to don't just have a secret time. And then afternoon, do it first thing in the morning. I have found as I'm about to turn 50 in November, I find God more in order and routine than I do freedom and chaos. Well, I think, honestly, boredom is something that the enemy uses all the time. I mean, you get in a place of boredom, you get in a place of doing nothing, and all kinds of crap starts coming mm-hmm. and attaching to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, pick up a book. Pick up a book. Mm-hmm. You want to know something new? Pick up a book. I, I mean, you read so much. I get it now. I mean, it's like, pick up a book. And that's in that garden season of my life where everything was stripped away. I can't do what I normally mm-hmm. know how to do, what I could actually connect to. My cameras are taken away from me. Talk about, talk about that. What do you mean by garden season? Well, you know, I, I was in a place where the father kept telling me, you're taking your job more serious than I am. And mm-hmm. I didn't listen. So my leadership started seeing it, started smelling it and put me in this place where I could not touch a camera, which was what was bringing my identity. Out there to say it was my secret time with him was planning what else I was going to shoot. And it became a lot of people get confused too, what they do for him as I'm close to him. Mm-mm. What you do in the secret builds what way close more than public way more. Like I will say what I will say a lot, a lot more. I, I will say it's what counts. Typically what's, not oh dope. man, I just got something. What's that? You know what? You know what? When the father says, um, the people came to him and says, I, "I've preached, I prophesied on your name," and he says, "I don't know you." Mm-hmm. It's because it's people that never had secret time with him. I dare to say it's because it's people that never had secret time with him. Because you get to know him on a personal level. I don't know you. Well, we've created a even an idea that you just pray a prayer and you're in the gates and outside hell, and it's not even the salvific story of God. The whole thing is about yada and gnosko, intimacy. It, 100%. Hebrew word for yada's connection, Greek word gnosko, connection. I'm talking deep connection, secret place. Well, he just showed me a picture. So this morning, I drove on the property and you're walking with Shayla. At times, it's just appropriate to have an intimate space with Shayla. If your kiddos lived in your bedroom with you, I would say that's weird. Yeah. My daughter, Ruthie, is really, really funny. I'm going to say something she said recently. This is, this is, it made me laugh. <laughs> Twish, I'm like, I mean, I couldn't believe she said it, but I'm like, well, it's kind of true. Somebody said, why don't you ever jump on your parents' bed? She goes, that's disgusting. That's where my parents have sex. 
When I heard her, I thought, <laughs> well, it's kind of true. Think about this. There's a reason parents have a bedroom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you ever just take shale on date nights? All the time. What if that's the evidence of our connection with God? Armando, I'm in a place right now where he's pruning me really, really hard. Okay, but I'm going to tell you something. If I if I don't have secret um, place time, I feel like I'm going mad. Malik Edwards, Apostle Malik Edwards up in Washington, D.C., called and gave me a word of knowledge one time. He goes, the Father wants you to know that if you don't have your time with him, you feel like you're going to lose your mind. I said, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's been times you said, I, you know, we're getting ready to film something else. Like, Armando, I need some time by the pond. Mm-hmm. Like you go and sit in that chair and say, okay, I, I know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay, just go. Because it's the place where you don't only just get to know him, mm-hmm. it's where he gets to know you. Mm-hmm. And it's this beautiful exchange with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's where <laughs> it's where holiness happening. Do you it, know, you know, are some of the best, uh, some of the single best, quiet times uh, secret place times I've ever had where he doesn't say anything yeah my son Sam and I spent a lot of time together when he was growing up he's 19 now and growing up and moved out of the house he's a sophomore in college we could be around each other for a long time driving to football games and not talk um, I think secret place is the fruit of genuine connection with God yeah and and I, I want to say this I know everything's paradox I don't mean just carrying intimacy along the way. I'm talking about you You got a designated place and space and date night. My wife and I are setting the rhythms of Friday morning coffees. That's what we, yeah, we do Friday morning breakfast. We do family wife. Monday nights. Yeah, we do Friday morning breakfast always with my wife. And um, now we're we're getting in the habit of just walking around the, the property. When I, you know, I got to bring jellies a little earlier. So just having that time. Let's close with this. Did you have to keep choosing it until it became natural? What make? Why do you do this? Um, because I want more of him. I want. I want to get to know him better. And and now that I have even so, I've always struggled with it. But now that I have tasted of something deep, and it was in a place of doing nothing for him, um, it's like okay. Talk to me about this movie. Close with this. What, what, tell me this movie we're doing. Why are we doing it? What's it called? Uh, it's about him. It's about it's about a journey home. It's about it's about him. It's about it's about people that w- walked away from everything, walked away from their marriage, and returned home. But it's also about people that were addicted to cocaine, but then came to know the Lord and were addicted to ministry. It's what's the point? The point is him. It's what it is. It's what's the point? And uh, so the documentary takes you. Um, through this journey of a family and you know it's a portrayer of the uh, prodigal son and other other things that i don't want to reveal it but it's a beautiful film about him and you know uh, blake and i have been locking ourselves in a room and just going up the portal with him and writing things down but it's a it's, it's about him father we thank you for our listeners thank and you. i ask you specifically for the bible belt that you would create a secret place culture in the bible belt i thank you for methodists that love you presbyterians baptists pentecostals charismatics and the list goes on and on i ask that you create an end time theology ideology methodology for secret place what is it why may this be so for leaders father may you raise lead pastors that care more about secret place than they do that's that public stage in jesus name 
Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach and Joe Talk Show on YouTube and check out coachandjoe.com for more resources, blogs, and merch. We will see you next time.